Aloha, and welcome to a bonus episode of 5 Minutes of Rum. Now, if you've listened to episode 78, where I talk about two Tandoi rums and two cocktails to go with those rums, you know that I recorded an episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room recently on this very same topic. If you haven't listened to episode 78 yet, well, then go back and do so. And if this is the first episode of 5 Minutes of Rum you've ever listened to, then this is going to be a little bit confusing. In any case, when I recorded that episode with Adrian from Inside the Desert Oasis Room and Tim from Tandoi, Adrian not only recorded the audio for his podcast, but he also had a film crew on hand. In the show notes for this here bonus episode, there will be a link to that very video on YouTube. Go have a look for uh, if you haven't seen it already, uh, for no other reason than to see the backdrop of the be- or the beautiful backdrop of the Rincon Room. Oh, and there's also a cameo from both Tiki Tony and Ron Farrell as well at the end of that video. And if you're not already a listener to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, I think you'll enjoy this episode, this bonus episode here as an accompaniment to Five Minutes of Rum episode 78. So let's travel now to the terrific Rincon Room for some cocktails and conversation. Aloha, folks, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room. We are here at the fabulous Rincon Room, owned by our friends Ron and Mickey Farrell. And we are here in uh, Camarillo, California, to do a swap cast with our friends at Five Minutes of Rum. This is our Kevin Hello. Up the Grove Hello. from Five Minutes of Rum, and we are also joined by our Tandawai Hello. representative, Tim <laughs> Walters. What would you call yourself, Tim, um, for Tandawai? I guess a cocktail engineer, brand ambassador, wear lots of hats, but... Lots of hats, uh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. welcome to the show. All around. <laughs> thanks for doing this. Thanks for uh, doing this Thanks podcast. for having me on. The, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me back. It's been... What about it? At about least a year. a year. About a year. Yeah, yeah. It was raining last year, I think, is what I remember. Okay. And, <laughs> and last time we did it at the Desert Oasis Room. Mm-hmm. And today we're fortunate to be able to have a plane fly over. Only do your, <laughs> I'll only do your show at Fabulous Home Tiki Bars. <laughs> right, <That's> right. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the good ones here in Southern California. Um, and today we are actually going to be talking about Tandawai Rum. Tandawai is a sponsor on the podcast, and Tandawai has actually been very good to the show. They make an excellent rum. They have a gold and a silver expression that they make for the United States market. And I've said this before to a lot of people, this rum, and I like them both, but this rum is such a great workhorse, this silver. I've found that if the rum is uh, a silver rum in a cocktail, or even if it's a vodka or gin spirit, in the cocktail. I can use this and still get it to work. Yeah, uh, you know, I think that has a lot to do with uh, the body of the rum. You know, it's, it is aged. Um, it's not a, a typical silver type rum, um, right, Kevin? That's, I think silver rums are usually can be low aged or- It can be unaged well, uh, un- uh, or sat in a stainless steel vat, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so so I, I guess one of the big difference with, with our silver rum is that it, it, it's almost more of a pale rum. Uh, it does have age to it, so it's aged three to five years in bourbon barrels, use bourbon barrels. Uh, so it does have a body and mouth feel, um, you know, that's uh, very great for cocktail mixing. Um, again, Tendwai, you know, we're a over 160 year old uh, company from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a single origin rum, so um, all of the sugarcane is grown in the Philippines. It's uh, all uh, the molasses is uh, produced, and the rum is distilled uh, and aged all in the Philippines. Um, so that's, you know, something that's great. And, and it's also the, really the heritage of the sugarcane. Yeah. So it's, it's sugarcane has been, uh, cultivated in Southeast Asia for thousands of years, six to 10,000 years. Uh, the Chinese were buying it from, uh, farmers there in, in Asia. So, uh, 
you know, it's, it's definitely has that heritage. And then the world class, uh, part really comes from the aging in the bourbon barrels. You know, we use yeah. the top quality bourbon barrels. Tell me the difference between the gold and the silver. I think this is aged how long? Is it, uh, five, five to seven? Five to seven. Five to seven. And then the silver is a three to five. Yes. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah, we blend, we blend the ages. Yeah. How did you, um, how did you feel about working with these? They're good. They're, they're very flexible. You said it with the silver rum in particular, that it works really well in cocktails. Um, one of the things that I noticed was the difference between the two for me was the silver was wanted to be more of a single player. It wanted to have fresh juice and fresh flavors with it, whereas the gold rum was had a little bit more, um, it's because of that longer aging, had a little bit more body, a little more depth to it, and it could stand to be in a more tickified cocktail where you're going to layer more ingredients on it. So those are the two differences for me. I wanted to keep it a little bit simpler and feature the rum and the silver, and with gold, I just wanted to drop it in a tiki cocktail and see how it worked. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to talk about the elephant in the room, I think everybody wants to try a cocktail, right? With, yeah. Made with the Tandoi rums. <laughs> sure, I So do. I think yeah. that you have a couple that you made for this particular episode. Yep, uh, and going back to your point earlier about the silver rum being flexible, um, with that one, what I developed was a, a riff on a Paloma. You guys are familiar with the Paloma as a tequila-based yes. cocktail. It's basically tequila, and then depending on how you're making it, either grapefruit soda, or it has fresh grapefruit juice, lime juice, and sugar syrup with a little club soda mixed in. Um, a good way to feature the rum, it's not going to have the sort of the same bite that a tequila has, uh, but it'll still uh, play really nicely with the um, with the effervescence of the club soda and the fresh juices. Cool, cool. So why don't we get started and make a drink? Excellent. Awesome. Fantastic. Awesome. All right, and here's how we're going to make the Tawi Tawi. Again, the Paloma Riff. Start by taking uh, two ounces of the Tandoi Silver Rum. One ounce of fresh white grapefruit juice. I, oh, that's white grapefruit. Yeah. White grapefruit. Yeah. I saw okay. you squeezing those. Yeah. Do you use the same amount or do you taste it to see if it's sour or? It's usually pretty consistent. If you can find white grapefruit, then you're going to be okay with it. Um, the other thing as a variant, if you can't find white grapefruit, because it, one, it's not always in season where we are, um, but you can actually swap out. So we're going to use a couple other ingredients here that include simple syrup and club soda. You can use a grapefruit soda in lieu of fresh grapefruit, grapefruit juice. Grapefruit soda. Yes, yeah, so like a Haritos or even a Ting from Jamaica. Okay. You could use either one of those. But that, the effervescence in a grapefruit soda doesn't change it because you do put club soda. Yeah, so you would not use the club soda in okay. that version. All right. So it's okay. actually a much more simplified version, but the fresh yeah. juice version tastes a little bit better. Okay, yeah. all right. So well, and the Philippine uh, grapefruit is a pomelo. So that's okay. a little sweeter and a little... Um, not as sour and definitely sweeter and uh, pink, like kind of more like a yeah. pink grapefruit. And I think those are a little more common in, in stores here locally in Southern California. Uh, if you were going to do that, you could also add like a dash of grapefruit bitters and sort of take a little bit of that sweetness off. Of right, it. right. So, nice. Uh, next is a half ounce of fresh lime juice and then a half ounce of simple syrup. Paloma would probably use agave. Okay. Um, and then you would also, in a Paloma, sometimes use a pinch of salt just to give it a little bit of uh, saline. Um, we're not going to do that here, but it's something, again, something you could experiment with. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're going right. to take that and then go ahead and add some ice to it. And give that a shake. Okay. <laughs> 
How's it feel to not have to make the drink this time? Fantastic. <laughs> Everybody waiting for Tim. Yeah. Tim, is my drink ready? <laughs> now we can just change it to Kevin. <laughs> we're going to grab a rocks glass here. Also, it might be a little more traditional to use a Collins glass, but I mean, frankly, a glass is a glass in this case. Okay. And we're going to strain that over fresh ice. Okay, so if you shake it, though, with crushed ice, can't you just dump it dirty? Good. Um, you're going to affect the dilution there. Oh yeah. So yeah. one of the reasons for doing that is you've already started to melt this ice here, and it's kind of like decomposed. Right, well, right. Not really decomposed, but you right, know right. I know what yeah. you mean. Uh, yeah, whereas here with fresh ice, it'll right. melt a little bit slower. Yeah. And then we're going to top that with some club soda. And give it a stir just to kind of get that incorporated a little bit. And you can garnish that. I with get dibs. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> garnish that with a lime wedge or or maybe right. a piece of grapefruit or something like that. May but I? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Actually. Just so that I'm not being uh, greedy about this, through the magic of television or our own amateur homemade television, we have two more that we're going to bring out. Dun, da, da, da. All right. By the way, look at these glasses. I know that our audio listeners can't see these, but these glasses are designed by Tiki Tony. And they've got the Rincon Room on here. So for you guys that are listening to this, I know you can't see where we are, but for you that are watching this, we are at the fabulous Rincon Room. This is Ron and Mickey Farrell's home bar, and I know it looks like like <laughs> true Polynesian paradise because it is. It is. And they have their own uh, Tiki Tony glasses. Glass. Yeah, Tiki Tony glasses. And so, all right, we're going to try these out. Right on. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that's refreshing. That's, that yeah. was what I was, yeah. That's, that's an awesome drink, especially for weather like we're having today, right? Yeah. yeah. It's bright and sunny outside. Wow. The fresh yeah. grapefruit and the lime tart, but... That's good. Yeah, very great. And there's a little bit, of, like I said, there's a template there, so if you wanted to change around a little bit, you could try some bitters, you could try maybe varying up a sweetener, so maybe you do want to try agave, something like that. But yeah. you still kind of keep it simple, keep it fresh, and keep it neat. Yeah, it's very good. So the next cocktail we have is called the Virgin Island Kula. Uh, this is going to use the Tandoai Gold Rum, and it is a uh, recipe that was published in Jeff Berry's Potions of the Caribbean. It is a Tiki Tea recipe, so this came from the notebook of Ray Buin. Um, and oh, for okay. a couple cool. of obvious reasons, this seems to be a good match for Tandoai Gold Rum. So Virgin, <laughs> say the name again? Virgin Island Kula. Virgin Singular. Island Kula. Kula. Yeah. That's interesting because it uses the name Virgin Island. That sounds Caribbean, mm -hmm. but it's sort of the Tiki Tea. came from Ray's book, right? And for obvious reasons, the reason why I'm sure that you're using the Tandawai is because of the whole tie-in with the Philippine origin Absolutely. and all that, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. It sounds sounds good. Okay. So this, there's a couple of hallmarks that make this, you know, uh, if you're a regular at the Tiki Tea, you'll have a, a couple of touch points. You'll understand why this is a, uh, a Tiki Tea recipe when you listen to it get put together. So it starts with an ounce of the Tandawai Gold Rum. And then we're going to go into an ounce of dry gin. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> And then an ounce of apricot brandy. We both were like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Rum and gin. <laughs> an ounce of fresh lime juice. Now, for the people that don't know, the rum and gin combo is a raised mistake combo. Yeah. So it's basically a gin-based drink with a rum float. Right. So yeah. that's, that's where the thing <laughs> was for us. So. Uh, an ounce of uh, orange juice, in this case, fresh squeeze, because I like to make a mess. 
a half ounce of simple syrup. How much of a difference does it make if you use fresh squeezed or if you use what's supposed to be fresh squeezed, right? But it's from a container. I, I Fresh squeezed juice, if you're juicing it from a, um, um, a Valencia orange is great. Navel oranges are not good juicing oranges, so they're, they're, they're not as good. And it also has a very short shelf life once you've squeezed it. So other like lime juice and lemon juice can sit out for a few hours and they won't oxidize too bad. Orange juice will turn on you really quickly. So okay. um, unless you're gonna use it right away, I would suggest, you know, go with a fresh squeezed orange juice that's already packaged. But in this case where we're, you know, we're doing this uh, pretty close to squeezing time, it's, it's a pretty safe bet. What's the difference <laughs> with a blood orange? Is it a, uh a more bitter or is it sweeter? It's fairly sweet. Yeah. Um, okay. And obviously pigmented, very red. Right. So it shows up really nice in cocktails, and it's a way to sort of use an orange flavor and without with getting a different uh, different look for it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, seasonal in color. Yeah. The last two ingredients: a half ounce of orgeat. Do you make your orgeat or? I do make my own orgeat because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks different too. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, the color is different. Yeah, uh, there are some, uh, even some small batch brands that are darker in color, depending on the, the toasting of the almonds and things like that. So. Well, and I was playing around with a recipe and I had this idea that the there may be a connection between uh, almond cookies and orgeat, because mm. I, I was putting the almonds into the sugar mm. to make sort of like, a, to flavor the sugar before making, and then thinking, wow, this is almost like how you could make an almond cookie. Yeah, if, you, almond infused sugar. Yeah, exactly. very. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last thing is also sort of a Tiki Tea Hallmark, a little bit of club soda. It'll show up in a And you measured it. I do. Okay. Uh, that's a little anti-Tiki Tea. Okay. You know, well, is there, is it, there's a specific portion? It's a, or? it's a half ounce, but uh, you could usually just splash that. Okay. Again, I'm, All right. I'm just curious. Yeah. As, a, as an amateur bartender, I don't, you know, have, I don't have as much uh, <laughs> uh, years the of feel, yeah, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to stick to the recipe as is. Yeah, okay. And then ice that. Um, and again, so if you were at Tiki Tea, you would not be shaking this. If you were, if you were at Tiki Tea, you would be flash blending this and then dropping it into probably a tall Collins glass. Right, uh, right, but we're right. adapting this for home use. Still going to taste this, uh, you know, relatively close to the same, but a little bit easier to make at home if you don't have a flash blender handy. Right, right. So well, I'm also curious if this uh, has uh, this cocktail has anything to a connection with the Sumatra Kula which is also one of the first drinks uh, Don the Beachcomber made. Um, I have some evidence that it was made with Philippine rum. Um, so I'm curious if this has something to do with the Virgin Islands Kula, meaning a Virgin Island rum versus Sumatra, which is a Southeast Asian uh, origin. I, yeah, I'm not 100% sure. There's a couple of things that are interesting that you notice in like old tea cocktails. The, uh, using the word Kula is pretty is pretty common. Right. So like Mariana Liquidini uses Kula, I believe, in a couple of his recipe titles for the Maikai. Um, and then the Virgin Island could very well be a nod to Virgin. You know, now it's funny that you say that because you have a theory on the word Kula. Yes. And Mariana Liquidini is also one of Don's original Filipino bartenders, not from Hollywood. Chicago. From Chicago. Right. I found uh, in doing some digging and falling down the rabbit hole, I did find uh, that there was a, a chieftain called uh, Shirkula from Sumatra. 
um, who was a warrior who fought against the during the Spanish time, who fought against the uh, Spanish oppression, and and so uh, I think that that cocktail was named after him, similar to like the Lapu Lapu, yes, right, right, and the fact that it's coming from another Filipino bartender, exactly, it's. Starts to make more sense to me. Yeah. So, yeah. so and I yeah. think we have a couple other ones for you guys as well. Again, through the magic of television. Okay. Here we go, from Timor. Now, take a look at these glasses. Now, in the last segment, we showed off these glasses, right? These are designed by our friend Tiki Tony. These and are. if you look here, flip them over, and and guess who happens to be here? Oh, wow. oh Tony! <laughs> come in, come in. Did we say your name three times? <laughs> Tell us, tell us about the designs now. These are two different glasses, right? Yeah. Uh, this one, actually, we were here, Ron was making us drinks, and uh, I was doodling on a napkin. His wife scanned it, sent it to a friend, and And then, boom, bam. now it's on a glass. <laughs> um, but this one says Rincon Room. I need one that says Desert Oasis. Room. Oh, it's, uh, it's coming. <laughs> so it's, uh, I'm going to turn this around here for the cameras. So we've got the Rincon Room, which is, again, the beautiful home that we're at right now. And I'm going to spin this back around so that our viewers can see the different type of artwork that's in each of these glasses. Pretty awesome. Thank you. Let's see if it makes the drink taste better. Oh, I bet it will. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, guys. Cheers. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. I like that better than the last one. That's all beautiful. And so you can put that on wherever you want. Oh, man. Isn't that good? I know, I know you're thinking it's a glass. <laughs> That's good. Mm. Wow. This is really good. It's really good. Awesome. Tart, sweet, balanced. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. All right, here we go. <laughs> Lost it. You can have it. So, guys... Uh, you know, I wanted to uh, thank you guys uh, on behalf of Tandwai. I do have a special treat. Um, this is something that uh, we brought back from the Philippines. Uh, it's not a general release. It's a very limited production. Um, it's the CLX rum, the Chairman's Reserve. Um, oh, I believe it was limited to. Uh, let's put this out here so that people yes. can see. So CLX. Do you know what CLX means? I think C is 100, L is 50, X is 10. I can't read lettered numbers. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, Tendwai does have uh, some older rums. Uh, they don't have a lot of them to put out in uh, mass production, but what they do with uh, some of the older things um, is put out these limited editions. Um, and so I'm going to pull this out of the box. Yeah. All right. Here you we gotta, go. Well, you know what? Yeah, there you go. There we go. For the homeowner, Adrian was taking that out of the box. Yeah, yeah. All right. So there's the bottle. For everybody to see. Yeah. So tell us about this rum. Okay, so so this is uh, select barrels uh, by the maestros there who are blending the rums. This is uh, in uh, celebration of those blenders that have been doing it, uh, the tradition of the blending of Tandwai rums. Um, so this was put together to commemorate them and the celebration um, okay. of them. So uh, very limited uh, amount of these were put out. Um, I've tasted it when I was in Manila. Um, I brought a bottle back. Uh, I've been (laughs) keeping it on the shelf looking for a good time, and I figured this was a great opportunity to put it in the mouth of people that would appreciate it. I know you guys want some of this, right? I'll tell you what it's like. So, (laughs) 
I'll take I'll take the hit for you. Uh, we do. Uh, Tendwai does have some other uh, expressions coming out uh, this year. Hopefully, uh, we do have some things in the pipeline. Uh, we have a, a double aged rum um, and some flavors coming out. Uh, so this is uh, one of things we to need come. Some small glasses. Yeah. yeah, you can smell that. That's a longer aged yeah. than some of the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank nice. you. Okay, Definitely. we've got some shot glasses here. These are not Tiki Tony shot glasses. So. <laughs> <laughs> the most random shot glasses. The most random ones. Wow, that is smooth. Yeah, there's more more body on that. You know, deeper flavor from the um, no doubt from time in the barrel. Yeah, that's yeah, really nice. Very nice. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Thanks. Well, guys, uh, this is. I'm going to wrap up another episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room. I want to say thank you to Tim for taking the time to sit down with You're us welcome. and tell us about Tandawai Rum. Thank you to Kevin for making these great drinks thank for us. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks for having me on. Thank you to Tony for the awesome oh, glassware. And uh, where are so, our hosts here? Ron and Mickey. Ron and Mickey. Yeah. Thank you, Ron and Mickey. And I think they're inside, but thank you, Thanks, Ron and Ron. Mickey. Thank you, Ron and Mickey, for hosting this episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room at the fabulous Rincon yeah. Room. For all of you listeners out there that have any questions, comments, or want to, just want to leave us a shout out, check out our group page on Facebook, Inside the Desert Oasis Room. Polynesian Pop on Instagram. Uh, how about uh, Five Minutes of Rum? Five Minutes of Rum.com, Five Minutes of Rum on Twitter, Five Minutes of Rum on Instagram. Tandwai USA. Tandwai USA. There's Ron. Come in here, Ron. Come in here. So did, Ron built this whole place, you guys, that we're here right now where we're drinking all these fabulous cocktails and having some of this CLX. Have you tried this? No, not yet. I'm waiting. So here Anxiously. we go. There you go. Oh, thank you. Ooh. What do you think of that? That's delicious. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? So thank thank you guys. thanks for hosting this for oh, us. Anytime. Thank you. And so, thank you. so let's give you a shout out. Rincon Trading Post on Instagram. Oh, Rincon Trading Post, uh, Lost Cargo okay. Adventure. We'll talk about it at some point. Okay. And uh, other stuff, but probably Rincon Trading Post. Okay. We got Tiki Tony in there, right? Do we get Tiki yeah, Tony? Tiki Tony. I don't know also. what he does. <laughs> <laughs> he, he needs no in, in, in no introduction. Yeah. All right. Tiki Tony's no getting ready to make the Tandwai Mai Tai glass. So, right. Yeah. That's right. And the, the new Desert Oasis Room glass. Yeah. You guys heard it here. I'm getting a Desert Oasis Room glass. Right? Nice. Nice. All right, you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, here, cheers. You know what? Cheers. Right. You, want, Thanks. you Thanks. wanted one of these, so right? Much. There you go. Oh, cheers, God. you guys. Thank you. All right. Cheers. What do you mean? Aloha. 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 Mabuhai. Mabuhai and salamat. Akole Maluna. And a Kole Maluna. I always put the nice. emphasis in the wrong syllable when I say that. Let me say Kole Maluna. Was it Chin Chin? Yeah. Wow. <laughs>